0: As you know, Ari, I am a lawyer, an attorney, licensed in California, at least still. So one of the things I've noticed is the incredible ability of people to beguile themselves, to believe in lies. Not just sometimes, you know, prospective clients who come in and they they feel like there's a problem, but you know, this particular man or woman has, you know, taken their money and they're wondering or they're concerned at the very least that something untoward has happened. And, you know, upon hearing the uh, fact pattern that they give me, it's very clear to me that they've been conned. Very clear. And what frustrates me and what, I mean, I, I notice in myself is how surprised I am that they can't see it. I'm, I'm really truly surprised. How can you not see that this person has cheated you out of $500,000, $2 million, whatever it might, might have been, and, and you keep on giving him money? And I, I wonder about that, right? So that, that is the, it goes into the extent of human nature. And then I ask myself, well, what if I were in that situation where I had a con man approach me, and by definition, it's somebody I trust. And only to find out uh, after a couple of years or even less that this guy has just stolen all this money from me. He's, he's, uh, what's the expression now? I don't know. What do you call it? Uh, Whatever. Stolen the money from me, okay? He's, you know, uh, cleaned my clock, as it were. So could I be in that same situation? I guess the answer is yes. Uh, We all you know, in some way or another have have been fooled. But to that level, I, I don't know. And so this is the topic of today's podcast, is how it is that things can be so out there that people cannot distinguish between lies and truth. And I say this in the context of what we're seeing so much among the Democrats, among the party itself, and how they are spreading these I mean, outrageously transparent lies. These are not things that you have to prove anymore. They, they are clear. And the latest, of course, being the fact that the generals in the recent hearings in Congress have made very clear that they did indeed advise uh, Biden, not Obama, Biden, that uh, he should leave 2,500 men or so in Afghanistan. Very contradictory. Uh, to what Biden had said. He said, oh, no one ever told me that. But uh.
1: they, inv- they obviously advised Obama of that, too.
0: <laughs> yes. The last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, right? and I appreciate that. Uh, but at least Obama left the Afghanistan, the soldiers there in the first place, in, in, Af- in Afghanistan. Uh, no, he removed them in August. Oh, Obama uh, did. Right. Assuming <laughs> he's really in charge here. Yeah. Okay, fine. So the point is that the generals indeed contradicted what Biden had said. It was a transparent lie. Okay, so that, that's bad for Biden. But I'm not, I'm not even going into the details of saying, oh, well, you know, Biden's lying again, no, nah, no, nah, nah. I'm, I'm speaking a little bit more about all these other things that are transparently lies. So, for example, that the border is secure. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Or that uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal was a brilliant success. No, extraordinary success is what he called it. Uh, or that inflation won't have to—it's not a—it's not a problem, not at all. No, no, it, it, no Never mind what the actual numbers say. Uh, inflation is totally under control. Uh, then, of course, that um, the this new three point five trillion dollar spending package that will fund itself. Right, somehow, right. Uh, It's like it's like like you can lift yourself up by your your own bootstraps, right? Into into the sky, like like but like the Lorax. The the words uh, Pelosi said about this, excuse me,
1: five trillion dollar plan is that it won't cost any money. That
0: might be true after money is destroyed. Oh, I Uh, see. Right, so yeah, Yeah, I see. So like your dollar today will be worth one tenth of a penny tomorrow. I get it. I get it. No, but uh, the fact is that. Uh, they said this, and, and it's just transparently a falsity. And it's not just the politics, either. It's, it's the culture where to say, for example, that a man can be a woman, right, uh, that men can give birth, uh, and that there is systemic racism throughout the country, uh, white supremacy is the biggest uh, threat to our, our nation. I haven't seen a single white supremacy rally. Uh, nor, and you would think that the equivalent of, uh, who's that guy who does Veritas? The, uh, um, O'Keefe. yeah, James O'Keefe. You would see, you would think that there would be a a, a left wing version of James O'Keefe sneaking into these white supremacy uh, meetings, right, where they're they're about to engage in this massive attack or parade or whatever it is. Uh, but no, no, he can't seem to find it. You seem to be able to find all sorts of other, you know, uh, hit, you know, what do you call it, uh, hidden mic, hot mic situations, but not this. Anyway, the the point is, it's about it's about. These people just saying these things out of turn. Yeah,
1: and it's worth, it's worth saying very quickly, sorry to interrupt you, that when they do find those kind of things... It's always FBI informants who are organizing them for some reason to try to tra- trap people and frame them
0: into it. Okay. Well, now now we have to we would have to then kind of provide evidence for that because we don't want to just say it. There is like that. the Whitmer case, okay, I, January sixth. have caught them. I know. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I'm I'm aware of that, but I don't want to drill down on that right now. Right. We can. I'm we can, just saying it's so, to your point. It's so rare that police, federal police, have to actually create the crime. Well, to solve the crime. Okay. But we'll go even easier on that because like the Jesse Smollett case, right? That was clearly a fabricated thing. We now know that. And the fact that we have to create that uh, impression of racism in Chicago, of all places, uh, that uh, th- that's what happened there, only go- is testament and evidence of the fact that there is no systemic racism whatsoever. If, if, they were, if it were systemic uh, or sorry, racist, let alone systemic racism, you'd expect to see a lot more epithets scrawled onto graffiti and otherwise, and you just don't see it. So we're not here to prove or disprove that. I'm simply saying these are bald lies. Uh, and they threw it out there. And the, and just like the con man situation that I began off with, you, you scratch your head and you say, how can people believe this crap? What does it take for people to believe this crap? And the answer to me, comes very plainly. It's more, what does it not take? What is lacking in their lives that they can believe this crap, right? And I've concluded this, that only with God do we actually have the ability to separate truth from lies. Only with God. Okay, you you may like the truth. You may think it's cool, but it means nothing and you, you can't get it. Without God, just like you can't have free will without God, you cannot have truth without God period the question is why how can how can I say such a bold statement i'll tell you because let's let's first imagine a world without God okay you if you truly believe in a world without God or God is just you know, so not part of your life you don't have, you don't have to be an avowed atheist for this you just simply have no time for him in your life, and you say, "Okay, it's possible, I guess, so whatever." But it doesn't animate your life; it does not dictate the the way you walk on the street or otherwise. Okay, you just don't get involved. So, if that's the case, then you necessarily believe, and and you you know, if you're if you're an atheist, you do believe that evolution explains everything. We are in a random setting; uh, we we've we've been brought about randomly, and life is itself random. And everything that we are about to do will be random as well, okay? So, but if that's the case, then we are truly like the animals. It it should all be about power. It should all be about agenda one way or the other. It certainly is not about God, right? It's not doing God's will. It's about agenda. And if you've got an agenda, you do what's necessary to advance that agenda, so, for example, if you want to advance the agenda that there's a climate change going on and it's man-made and so forth, and, but you just, and you have to fudge the numbers, the numbers are not convenient for you, you go ahead and you fudge them, because it's more important to get the message across and to effectuate the change, because you know damn well that it's so important to get people to ride bikes, uh, to, uh, to, to have electric cars, or whatever it might be. Pay $8 a gallon for gas right. whatever. It Things is. like this uh, Because you really want to effectuate change So you, you say what's necessary to, to say In order to effectuate that change Truth is not important Why? Why? Tell me how in the atheist mindset How truth is important I, I, You will not be able to say that As an atheist you won't be able to say it As a religious person You can say truth is important Because that's what God wants God seeks truth God values truth, and therefore we value truth, right? But the atheist, truth does not fit in there. It just—it's—it's it's, uh, truth fits into atheism in the same way that I don't know cars fit into my closet. Okay, it doesn't—it doesn't belong there. It has no role there. So you're with me so far. The beauty about God, and this is this is where it all comes to. It's not just truth. You do everything in the service. The atheist will do everything in the service of the agenda, whatever that is. And usually the agenda is some form of power or another. That's why you and I and others uh, may be screaming from our, from the mountaintops, saying, how can you say that the, the you know, we now know that the best you can do possibly, even if we went totally green in America, and for that matter, the entire world, uh, we would be able to maybe reduce the global temperature by, you know, one-tenth of a degree for about two weeks at the end of the century, okay? So, which is to say not very much. And they don't listen to you. It doesn't matter. So, it, it, it only goes to show that truth does not matter for them. Same thing with the COVID uh, nonsense, right? All the numbers are indicating, of course, that, you know, the chances of you surviving this, the chances of you getting it, all those things. To say nothing of how the kids are being uh, masked up and everything else. When there's only 140 deaths uh, by COVID uh, among kids, uh, you know, zero to whatever, I think like 14 years old, it's some obscenely low number that you would never, ever never, use so, as an example. So low they, for, they
1: never tell it to you.
0: You would never use it as an example uh, to to stop anything else, right? You wouldn't say because there are, because there are many more kids who die in car accidents, for example than 140, um, uh, than, than COVID. So, but, but nevertheless, you would never say stop, stop driving cars. So what were you going to say, Ari? I was going to say it's such a low number.
1: The, the people who push this hoax never cite the number. Because it would undermine some. Right. And, and to your point about cars, the same can be made on three basic examples for kids, the big things for kids. How many kids um, suffocate because of dry cleaning plastic? How many kids are killed by uh, in swimming accidents in backyard pools? And how many kids are killed in cars? No one is arguing for the banning of plastic from uh, uh, dry cleaners, backyard pools, or cars. Right. Based on
0: those incredibly much higher numbers than, you know... Okay, so yeah, it's exactly right. And so again, I don't want to drill down on it, but we know that these are lies and, and that they're doing it so that they can advance a certain cause. And we all are figure, figuring this out, some of us sooner than others, but nevertheless, we're figuring it out. Like this, this doesn't make sense. And then of course, the vaccine, which keeps on switching from um, uh, being 100% effective and without any consequence to having a lot of consequence, uh, but nevertheless, uh, reducing the symptoms that you may have, uh, if you do have it, and uh, it, w- it will minimize your chance of dying to the fact that it has no cause, no, no, no impact whatsoever. In fact, to, 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 the, to ultimately the point, uh, as we're now finding from Israel and the UK, that if you take the vaccine just from the probabilities, you are more likely to die. I'm not saying it's causing it, but you are, for some reason, more likely to die. And how do I say this? Because if... What we're hearing out of Israel is true, that 60% of those who have died from COVID were vaccinated, then it means that the vaccine is more dangerous than not, okay? It's like what I always say about religion, by the way, when people say that more people have died as a result of religion than anything else. I always say that back to them, if that were true, and it's not, but if it were true, I would, I would have nothing to do with religion, If I felt it caused more damage than good, why why would I be part of this preposterous and monstrous institution called religion? Why?
1: The writing, when it's clear, the writings of, if if you want to say the religions killed people, then let's call that religion Marxism. And so all of the ideologies, religions, based on the writings of Karl Marx, have killed more people than anything else. So why isn't that considered for banning? Yeah.
0: Well, let, let's not drill down on that, Ari. I'm, I'm getting to a, a, the, the larger point yeah, of lies. It just, I,
1: know wanna... a lie, a lie, I know you want to... the lie, a
0: lie. I know. It's the lie. I know. So we, we know that there are plenty of lies. I mean, I think that's... One of the things that we want to presume in this podcast is... And I think it's very easy to presume it is the extraordinary amount of lies that are going on. There, you and I could list for the next hour uh, probably a good twenty extra lies that have happened only in the past twenty years. Uh, sorry, uh, past uh, two years rather. Uh, there are the questions about the election, um, Russia. The, the Russia hoax. Um, you know, all the claims of. Uh, of of uh, Trump saying that there are good people on both sides. And yeah, Benghazi,
1: uh, Hillary's emails, Planned Parenthood's baby uh, gut sales, you know, uh, on and on. Right.
0: And these are all lies. And so why are they doing these lies? Why are they pursuing them? Because they want to advance an agenda. That's, that's the only thing that makes sense of this. This is the way it is. But the more important part of it is that truth is not important here. Now, I said before that the lack of God is, is the explanation for this. And it is. you. The only reason why you and I, my dear listener, and Ari, why we value truth is because we know that God expects us to pursue truth. It's very important to us because it's important to God. Truth is not important to the animals. It's just not. Okay? Power is important to the animals. Hierarchy is important to the animals. But truth means nothing to the animals. You know they, they don't say well you know hey uh, hey Fido you, you know you promised me to, to have more food uh, today than you know and, and share from the kill uh, and and now you're not doing that it, it, no, one, no one calls Fido a liar okay it's just it doesn't work that way
1: yeah in, in a way everything in the animal world is truth so they don't have
0: a, they don't have to deal with it. Understand. No, they, no, they, they, I, I don't understand. I, I, there is no truth. That's the point. It's just reality. The Truth is not relevant in the animal yeah, world. That's what I'm saying. Isn't
1: truth
0: reality? No, it's not, Ari. It's not. Truth and reality are very different things. Truth uh, is about... Because truth is not just about, you know, does the sun revolve around the earth or the sun, uh, earth revolve around the sun. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about truths like, uh, you know, would, did, did somebody say X You know, is there inflation happening there? Is there closure of the border? Things of this, of that nature, and what your truths are are very important. Truth in terms of whether there's a God. Okay, so the the left is not interested in that kind of truth because if the truth contradicts the narrative, then to hell with your truth. You will be silenced.
1: Yeah, well, I think you're getting into something a very interesting question here, which is um, how it is that belief in something that's entirely faith-based, where you are, you choose to believe in it because Um, and we hope that that thing you believe in is the thing that we believe in which is that good version of it because there's all sorts of bad versions of believe because I believe but it's interesting how, and I know this is what you're getting to, is how you believe in a faith-based thing that uh, is not devoid of evidence but isn't isn't um, uh, uh, based entirely on evidence as your belief system of it uh, leads to the, the, the adherence to truth in all these other areas of life, as, because truth becomes, based on your definition
0: a minute ago, a value beyond just what reality is. Okay, so I understand what you're saying, but I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is look at the facts on the ground. The facts on the ground uh, are themselves the lies, right? They, they, they are lying about what's happening at the border, they are lying about what happened uh, in the pullout of Afghanistan, they are lying about inflation, they're lying about the $3.5 million trillion bill, all these things, the things that are on the ground that, that we see right here now. So it's, it's all agenda-driven, it's power-driven, it's certainly not truth-driven. They do not care about the truth. And it's not—it's it, it, not as that they don't care about it. It's they—it's totally irrelevant to them. This is why we talk to them all the time, and you and I talk about hypocrisies and inconsistencies, and we argue that with our friends. And it's—it's it's blah 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 to them. That's the reason why, because they don't care about that. They—they they say so what, And much the same way that Harry Reid said when we presented the, the fact that Romney's tax returns were not, that uh, they were indeed filed. Everything was legit. And he was confronted with it, Harry Reid. And Harry Reid said, so? We got Obama elected, didn't we? Right? So that that's so, so emblematic of what I'm talking about. So why is it that with God you can see the truth and, uh, and also separate that from the lies? It's because of this power issue. It's because... When you have no God, and this is the best way to look at it, when when there's no God, then truth doesn't matter. Uh, You you simply have this morass of stuff that happens. And whatever it is, you just work with what you got, okay? And you you try to gain your best advantage as you can. In the same way that if somebody dumped a bunch of uh, materials in front of you, um, and you're, let's say, in the wilderness... And they say, well, here's a bunch of stuff, and there's five of you, but there's only enough stuff for one of you. Okay, you're going to do what it takes to survive, right? You're going to claw your way to the top. And, uh, and if you don't, well, then you're going to be left out. You might even die. So it is survival of the fittest, and, and at least, at the very least, the craftiest. Uh, and that's what we're seeing among the Democrats. It explains everything, Ari. Absolutely everything, this, uh, this distinction of God versus not God in our civilization. You,
1: That's it. Do you think one of the reasons for this, it, because it occurs to me that this might be something I'm observing, is that those who believe in God understand God has dominion. God has power that we shall never have because we understand the hierarchical relationship between man to God. So we don't try to grab the power of God. Those who don't believe in God do because they see that power is theirs to have over other men.
0: I, I like that. Uh, I do think that's a, a very valid point, Ari. Um, but, but look, I mean, when, when we think of truth, when I think – I often think about science, oddly enough. Um, I, I envision that scientist who wants to study the constellations, but more, more significantly the galaxies, how many light years is it away. They're very precise, Right. But by contrast, you have all these people on the left that say that if you don't believe that in man made global warming, that that's going on and that we're the, the ultimate threat, that we are the climate deniers, we're, we're akin to Holocaust deniers, and we should be silenced. Likewise with the vaccine, likewise with COVID, generally speaking, likewise. With uh, just about anything else that they advance, the, the election, right? If you if you start talking about, hey, wait a minute here, and, and a couple of eyebrows with regard to what happened on November third, twenty twenty, they will want to silence you. And, and there was a time, shortly after January sixth, that if you brought up the issue of electioneering fraud, uh, there was there was a hint that maybe you're an insurrectionist, and that that's that was very scary. But you know we shouldn't be afraid, of course. But that's not where I'm going with I'm not talking about fear. I am talking about this distinction, this problem, where they, you know, we simply have to pursue the truth. And that scientist, going back to the scientist, they're very, very precise, aren't they? And let's go to the Big Bang, uh, the discovery of the Big Bang. To me, that was the ultimate in the search for truth. That was the battle. And I bring this up once in a while, because Georges Lemaitre, he was the one who discovered the Big Bang. He, uh, he wasn't the one who coined it. It was his his uh, fellow scientists who were mocking him that described his theory as the Big Bang, and that name stuck. But nevertheless, he was the one who found it. He figured out because of the uh, the, the, the radiation not the radiation, but the, the colors that, that the the universe seemed to be you know running away from us. If that's the case, then that that means something. But imagine if we employed the same sort of Uh, ideology and mindset that we have about climate change to this notion that the universe is always static, right, and was always static, always will be static, Uh, they would say to any scientist that said otherwise that he's a kook, never mind his evidence. But thankfully, because of science, because of the truth that Georges Lemaitre, the Belgian monk, sought, he found the truth. And that's the kind of precise, the precision that we're, we're talking about. This is what we, uh, among the religious, we seek. We, we seek truth. We seek not just. Not only do we seek truth, we seek it with, with such precision. We seek it with, with a great lust almost. Uh, we we crave the truth. It doesn't make us better people. It just. Well, maybe it does, okay? Because I, mean, I, I think we're, we're seeking out God's, God's truths. It and, does make us better. Yeah, per, yeah, perhaps, yeah. But it's certainly a lot happier, at the very least, and more productive. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, maintaining civilization, for that matter, making it move forward. Whereas if you don't have God, none of these things matter. Science doesn't matter. They, they proclaim to be in love with science, they're not in love with science. They have, they, there's no, in the same way that truth doesn't matter to the atheist. Science really should not matter to the, science, to the atheist either. Why? Why? I mean, other than the practical stuff, uh, such as you know the invention of a car, light bulb, air conditioning, and many other things like that, I, I get it. OK other than the practical stuff, that's not what science is for per se, when you think about it. Science is for the study of science for its own sake. And that kind of science is only in the domain of the religious. That's what I think, okay? And if you are a scientist who happens to be an atheist and you disagree with me on that, well, I love science for the sake of science, uh, okay, you think you do. You think so. But you're not really in the quest for truth if you, as a scientist, believe that you should suppress anyone who disagrees with you on climate change, the COVID, the COVID narrative, or the vaccine narrative, or for that matter, the election narrative. You are not a scientist, you are not seeking the truth at the very least. Only God gives us this this narrative of truth, only God, in the same way that only God gives us the narrative of free will and of freedom itself. yeah I, I want you I want everyone to think that through. I want in a, in a way for all of you to do your own homework on this issue. You know, Brock said on his podcast the other day that uh, there can be no truth with God. let me." Engage in that thought experiment and and take that bold statement and see if he's right about that. The fact that an atheist friend of yours may say that he loves truth too and that's precious to him, okay? You ask him why. It's, it's it's one thing to say that; it's another thing to to actually live it, right? I mean, it's like the like the the burglar or the mafioso who who uh, claims to love loyalty and uh, uh, truth, you know, among his his uh, compadres in the mafia. But he certainly doesn't live it. That's that's the issue. If you really believe in truth, ask yourself, where does it come from? And understand that you can only have discernment between truth and lies if you have God in your life. That's it. The end of the story. Search for for the truth, my friends. And in the process, you will find God. I'm Brock Luring. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk with you next week.